This episode is brought to you by Geekade.com, where we create an array of podcasts, articles, and more for everyone, no matter what your geek is. And if you want to help us make even more content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Geekade. Now on with the show. Warning. The following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. In the middle of Manhattan, there's a spot unlike the rest. An actual oasis, it's like New York, but undressed. I'm talking about a place that all the bustle seems to pass. What's this place I speak of? Why, I'm so glad you asked. It's Central Park. It's a haven, it's a jewel. Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein, and with me as always is our beloved troubadour, Chris Randazzo. Didn't I used to have more sausage? <laughs> the badass boss lady and mom of two... Karen Randazzo. Bet you wish you could just crawl back up there. <laughs> and my very own hot lips turtle head, Angie Fernot. Follow the sausage. It's a link to something. Oh. <laughs> You're welcome, we, honey. We here on this week's episode talk television. This was my week. I chose Central Park Season 1, Episode 1. It's just called Episode 1. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mailatgeekade.com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Suggest a show. We will watch it. We do want to hear from you, the listener. So, pun aside, how is everybody doing? I was so upset when we were watching this, and like she looked at me every time a pun came through the episode. I'm like, no! I will not apologize for my greatness. (sighs) (laughs) Nor should you. Anywho, how we doing, guys? How's everything going? What's what's new and exciting in the world of New Jersey? (laughs) <laughs> we can't have indoor dining anymore oh we were gonna have it and then they said nope <laughs> they slapped we were gonna and have said, it no they looked around and they said you know what uh you no. <laughs> this has made a lot of people sick in other states so no why don't you we just go to central it, park but how about no I, how about no you crazy dutch bastard <laughs> What? <laughs> a little Austin Excuse Powers you. for you. I am <laughs> Dutch. That was a little, yeah, that was a deep Austin Powers cut right there. It sure was. I don't even remember which one it's from. It's the I one. just remember. It's Goldmember, right? It's gold. <laughs> That's oh right, because he was, yeah. Gold. And his father, that is, you know, one thing that he can't stand is <laughs> racial, or two things he can't stand is racial intolerance and the Dutch. <laughs> Small hands. <laughs> I have not seen those movies in a very, very long time, and I have, I am very curious if they're even remotely as funny as I used to think they were. Probably because, like, not. they got played out like nobody's business. But 
like when I because I didn't I didn't want to see them when they were out because everybody was quoting them all the time. I thought it was stupid as hell. But then my, uh, my friend Angie made me watch one, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that that was really goddamn funny." <laughs> like I was I was rolling. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, just keep the fond memories because I doubt that's 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 humor that doesn't age well. I feel I do. Hmm. Mike Myers at his prime. <sighs> yeah, he got a little out of control. He was he was in everything for a while. Yeah, but I stand yeah. by I, I stand by. Uh, so I married an axe murderer. Oh, for, that's for one life. of our favorites in this house. <laughs> we were actually quoting it in the kitchen last night. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> one of you has been actively practicing becoming an axe murderer, so you can live it out in real life. Listen, you're not supposed to divulge my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I say wear it with pride, Angie. <laughs> Only for you guys. Only for you guys. All right, so what have we been watching? Garen, what do you, what do you got yeah. for us this week? Um, I've been, I don't know. I've I've been trying to be a good um, cultural citizen, I guess. I watched another episode of Pose because I liked it. Oh, and there's not that much of it, so I thought I might try and take that back. So uh, I did only get to watch one more, but I liked it. Good. Interested. I'm happy to see where that goes. And the other thing I did was um, I started watching Atlanta, which has been on my list for a long time. Uh, I like Donald Glover, right. and uh, I thought I should uh, check that out. And I, I like it. It's very different from a lot of stuff I watch, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... <laughs> It really does a good job of, like, um, giving a window into or, like, of what life is like for, like, people involved in the rap and hip-hop community on the on the street level mm-hmm. and what life is like for in a poor black community like that. Um, I really like Donald Glover. He does a great job. I love the character. It just, like... <laughs> You know, everybody, it seems like everybody around him was, like, accepted their circumstances of, like, this is just the way shit is. Where, you know, the only way to get out of anything around here is to, you know, be involved in drugs. And, you know, that comes at a risk, but it's it's the only chance we have of anything good happening. So we're going to just take that chance and do it. And he's, like, I mean, he, he understands it, but doesn't accept it. Mm-hmm. As much as the rest of the people around him, I like and uh, I like it. I I like. I want to see where it's going. I think I I watched like two thirds of the first season. Oh, in wow! One, it it was it, the first season was six episodes, so it's yeah, not it's... as much as it sounds. But yeah, I sat there and watched a whole bunch of it, and I enjoyed it, and I will continue to watch it. Can I ask? Um, yeah. Uh, more about Pose. Uh, yeah. Like about the second episode. Tonally speaking, was it like along the same lines? Did it, did was it still somewhat joyous, uh, or did it go delve into like pure unadulterated sadness that was like kind of <laughs> sitting right on the edge there? Did it become what Chris feared? No, it was it's it stayed it stayed positive. It was um, there was a great let's see there was a plot about the the uh, the young dancer guy like gets involved with. 
gets involved with like his first boyfriend. Okay. Damon. And uh, yeah, and um, Blanca, yeah, uh, pretty much takes a stand for trans rights at a time when like before the world was ready for that. Okay. So that was pretty cool. Nice. And I forget what else the other third plot was, but but yeah, yeah. it it did not it 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 at no point was it depressing. That's really good to hear. I I because I, you know we talked about it. I really enjoyed the episode, and uh, I was kind of afraid that things would things would go south and it would become a a bunch of sadness because now I'm somewhat attached to those characters. <laughs> and I'm not saying that I'm definitely going to find time to watch it because I don't find time to watch much of anything that isn't a cartoon with the children. But still, I'm uh, I'm interested. I, I'm interested in kind of knowing where it goes. So I'm I'm glad things stay well, positive. I can certainly keep you posted. The other thing that I would say about Atlanta is like that had been on my list for a long time just because I knew Donald Glover from Community and I was like, oh, he got his own show and he's cool and I knew I know he's a uh, also a rapper mm-hmm. so. You know, that makes sense that he would make a show about that. But I, I didn't really know much about the show other than, like, it was a half-hour show and it was, you know, had him in it. Oh, it's only a half and hour. I th- okay. I thought, yeah. I thought it was, a, you know, an hour drama. No. Okay. Um, Is I it a drama? It I'm be, sorry to interrupt. It's like a dramedy. That's where I'm going with this. Okay. I thought it would be, like, laugh-out-loud funny, and it's not. Oh, so you, um, you, you went in thinking it was going to be a comedy. Right. Uh. I mean, it is. It's definitely funny. It has. Uh, it has good humor in it. But it's not. It's a. It's a. Huh. I would call it a dramedy or a dark comedy. Yeah, because everything that I'd seen about it led me to believe that it was a drama, not a comedy at all. Which, outside of just maybe the cover art, but like the the you know the write ups that I had seen about it and whatnot. So it's good to know that. Yeah, he I is went a in... Funny dude. He's, he he has very good comedic timing. Yeah, I I would say the funniest thing about it is just like his reactions to things is just like really like this is what <laughs> I have to deal with. This is what life is like. This is what this person is doing. There, there's one. Um, he's you know he's always struggling to find money, and uh, he ends up going to a pawn shop with his phone mm-hmm. and pawning his phone, and he's there with uh, he, he. The premise of the show is he gets. Uh, involved with his cousin who's a semi-successful rapper okay and uh his cousin has this other guy working for him and so him and this other guy go to this pawn shop and uh you know he's about to get money for the phone and the friend suggests he's like uh there's a there's a samurai sword in the pawn shop and he's like you should get this for your phone and i can help you get more money than the guy is offering you at the pawn shop so the whole episode, like, he goes and he gives the sword to this, you know, one guy, and the guy gives him a dog. <laughs> and so then they had to take the dog out to this farm. And then the farmer takes the dog, and he's like, well, are, are we getting the money now? Is he, did he go and get it? And he's like, no, we're going to get it in September, because he's going to breed the dogs and then sell the puppies, and then that's how you're going to get more money. <laughs> and, but none of this was presented up front, and he's just like... I needed that money because, like, my girlfriend's going to kick me out and we have a daughter and, like, I need to provide for my family. <laughs> and, you know, so, like, it's it's funny, but it's also not funny. <laughs> I don't know if I'm just articulating it very well, but... It sounds like it has a lot of dark 
aspects, but like he's presenting very real, very serious situations with some humor. So that yes, but he's funny about it, so it's not just completely depressing. Right, exactly. That digestible with the, you know the way he's presenting them, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Oh, Chris, what cartoons hey. did we watch this week? Uh, well, nothing out of the ordinary, okay. though. Uh, it did make me very happy this morning. John asked to watch Avatar nice. out of blue. So <laughs> That's a win. Always, always makes me happy to know that he is still enjoying it and he's still into it. And so we watched one, and it was, uh, it was good. Though I will say that the next one is another one that I'm somewhat concerned with him finding boring. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Tales, Tales from Ba Sing Se. Okay. Uh, which is the episode where uh, it's just a bunch of short stories, and including it was the last episode that Mako um, recorded, I think, because it's the one where they they do the tribute to him, where he mm-hmm. sings about his son, and uh, so I mean I don't know. Again, I don't really know what he's going to get out of that, but I hope. Uh, what? Yeah, we have a lot of these things. I hope he. Uh, I, I hope he. En- I hope he enjoys it, and we'll find out. Um, but other than that, yeah, we haven't. We haven't watched a lot of uh, cartoons this week. The morning routine has kind of changed up a little bit, so it hasn't really sh- shook out in a in a way that works well for watching cartoons in the morning anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, is what it is. Uh, <laughs> um, Shield was really great again this week. Oh yeah, God, Shield was Shield up- update. Yeah, Shield was uh was quite spectacular yet again. Uh can't recommend it enough. It's um I'm just having way too much fun watching that damn show. Um but yeah, outside of that it's 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 been a lot of uh I've been obsessing a bit over uh my Mario Maker levels, just working on getting that all done so it's uh so I can post it online and have my my game done but yeah that's that's kind of been it It hasn't been a very very active tv week for me gotcha gotcha it happens i feel like that's been the theme of this week is like nobody is nobody has time for television this week i watched a few more episodes of floor is lava with the kids that was that was the thing i wanted to bring up we gave it a try guys yeah we did it we watched (laughs) Evan hates everyone on that show and wishes they were fighting against real lava. <laughs> God, me too. I hate all those people. I, I, kinda, I, I, I think I said that when we when we talked about it too. I just right. I like. I think the concept is hilarious, but I hate everybody except the announcer guy. He's kind of funny because he does lots of he does lots of my style wordplay. So, <laughs> so I'm into that. I watched one with the kids today. You weren't here, and um, it, it was. The greatest thing happened. It was a team of uh, Bostonians. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And they were very Bostonian. They were like, fucking Tom Brady. And, yeah. <laughs> like, I think That's they, what every Bostonian says. I mean, they literally, it was five seconds they were in the room and they mentioned Tom Brady. Oh, my God. Um, Kill me now. Yeah. They, none of them made it like even halfway into the room Yay! it was phenomenal <laughs> and they were like yeah we're gonna you know everybody knows boston's title town we're gonna bring home the floors lava to- title to to boston no you're not you're gonna die in the lava so <laughs> we watched one episode and it was the mother and two children 
It was uh-huh. the first episode, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Where the, the daughter sacrifices herself for the rest of the family, which I found hysterical. Because that girl sat on that poor pyramid, I don't know, seemed like four and a half hours waiting for her family <laughs> to figure out what the hell to do. <laughs> She's like, I'm slip, I'm gonna fall, I'm gonna fall. <laughs> and oh, let's then, see if we it can was the twins and then it was the triplets. The That's triplets, what that episode was. I wanted to blow up the room. <laughs> whilst those triple dudes were in there. He yeah, they were, the they were pretty bad. Like, he literally couldn't get through this in one sitting. <laughs> I had to stop it and go, I can't take them. I, I, like, he skipped yeah, parts. Yeah, the, pe- the people on this show are brutal to watch. And At least you know what? If we added a little bit more of, um, what was that, that uh, Asian show... Where everybody just got the hell crooked. MXC? MX- yeah. <laughs> yes. And a little more of that in there, and I would be happy because, like, there was a time where the mom jumped from one thing to the another, and bam, it was boom, right in the face, like, face planted. I was like, aha, okay, if stuff like that keeps happening, I'm engaged. But, I mean. And stuff like that does keep happening. And sometimes you'll get a crew of people that are kind of obnoxious, and then one of them will fall. And the announcer will just keep rewinding it over and over again, so you can just see the fall and them smacking their face into the ground over and over again while he laughs. And that's that's pretty gratifying. But, I mean, honestly, this is a show that they turn on and then I just kind of leave the room and do something else. Because, <laughs> Giving well, as much as I enjoy the, uh, as much as I enjoy the premise, I just don't enjoy the people on the show very much because they're kind of awful. We started watching the second one, which was like Youth Ministers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. And they were they were like well, there's three military-esque teams. about it. Like they were they sort of powered through it and backtracked and then went around and like that it was oddly impressive up until the point in time the, the girl went to like Badly went to jump and, you know, nope, failed. That pyramid's no joke. That the, the pyramid is the place. And we didn't, that's the only room we saw was the pyramid, the, the, the basement. So, yeah, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I mean, all. I actually, I liked it. I would watch more of it. But I think what was entertaining me the most at that point was watching Evan, like, semi lose his mind over this stupidity why are they not falling and hurting themselves more is really what was going through my mind the entire he, yeah, the time. like i just at one point i was like he's not gonna make it like i'm gonna have to finish this episode on my own but no, he, he we made did. it he did, we did. Uh, and so- i did i found it i found it to be a, a good time it was pretty fun um i just i like oh man i, I feel weird like celebrating over the fact that I like hate people and want to see bad things happen to them when they're doing these levels, but like that's what it was. I was just like rejoicing, rejoicing in my hate. <laughs> but they had, they're cartoon characters of themselves. They're real like, people. Those are real people yeah, who I don't care if they're amplifying their like currently existing natural personality. Like if that part of you exists, you just you <laughs> I don't still think they're trying that hard. <laughs> These yeah. people aren't are not like they are not actors. They're just people that's like. Yeah, I I am here to do the thing. We're we're the best. Like they're they're just they're just they're the worst. they can't talk right. They're just all awful. I hate them all. <laughs> <laughs> I get you, Chris. Oh. I get you. What else did you watch, hon? Nothing. I've been watching. So I don't know if this counts, but I watched like episodes of or partial episodes of like Daily Show and Last Week Tonight. Um, oh yeah, I do that every week. 
Yeah, like I try, I'm trying to keep up with that. So that's been some of my like recent consumption of television media. Um, I didn't watch anything from New Girl this week. I haven't watched any more Outlander. I'm just following Outlander. <laughs> Outlander. Um, yeah, mostly it's just been stuff that we've been hanging out and watching. Yeah. Uh, trying to catch up on Castle. Still. Getting oh, through I it. Think we're, I think we're almost to season eight. I think yeah. we have an episode or two left in yeah. season seven. We're at the end of season seven. So... Um, I, I want to work through it because I, like, I'm at the point now where I'm like, this has been fun, but like, I'm ready for it to be over. They had a, a major villain that has been carried across multiple arcs, uh, and multiple seasons. Oh, uh, what was that villain? Y2K? Uh, no. No, it's like the three, MX3K, three no. whatever. Three times killing. <laughs> 3XK. Yeah, that guy. 3XK, that was it. <laughs> Stupid name. Um. But a great villain. That dude is horrible. Yeah. He, he was definitely someone you love to hate. Uh, but, it, like, the episode where they finally defeat the villain, uh, I just, I, like, I looked at Evan and I was like, I'm just ready for this to be over. Like, I'm done with him. I, he, like, I'm ready to move on. This is just, this is dumb now. Um, and, I mean, the, the hope is once we're done with Castle, we're going to finish, rookie. what's the cop, what's, what was the Rookie. rookie? And then I wanted to check out that other show with Kate. Yeah. Um, hold on. It's clicky, clicky. Absentia, where she plays an hmm. FBI agent that was, I don't know, abducted. captured or abducted for a couple of years and Went then cut missing. back. Pulled and a castle, as it were. So I'm curious just to see what that's, that's like. Because I like her and I, you know, I think she's a good actress. I want to see where that goes. I didn't even realize she had another show. Yeah, it's an Amazon show, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. So interesting. But we yeah. did. Uh, we watched another episode of the Creep Show, which, oh, yeah. which was fun because you know, even though it is horror, it's still fun. The, 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 each episode is split into two parts. Oh, I just realized the reason I haven't watched more television is because you've been home. We've been watching stuff together. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have to like fill the void of emptiness. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> First half was uh, Army Men Werewolves. So good. <laughs> what? Yeah. So don't knock so, it till so you watch it. So it was okay. So the first half it takes place in during. Uh, I'm going to. They were not. Were they straight out Nazis? It was World War Two. Were they? But were they yeah. Nazis they were, or fake yep, Nazis? Nope. They were. They had swastikas. Okay, they were fighting so, Nazis. So. During World I War Two, hate those II? guys. Yeah, you know how sometimes on TV they they you you know that they're supposed to be Nazis, but they don't use any of the 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 stuff that they did. Okay, and these four, three or four military men get pinned down in this abandoned jail that is housing a woman who was a werewolf. No, she's definitely a werewolf. She had the eyes and everything, but I think she just wasn't at a point of transforming at that moment. And she she killed herself by swallowing a silver cross. Yeah, she did. She was badass. Fucking yikes! Yeah, right? she was like, because she did not want to be the thing that she was. You gotta, you gotta be thorough. Yeah, yeah. You so, gotta do it. You gotta do it. She took care of the problem. The, for sure. The best part about that half was that the head Nazi is going after these guys because these guys during wartime during a battle they ended up killing his son. 
but this dude was so over the top. He was he played um the the reanimator. Like he's always the weird bad guy. The, the crazy scientist, the Nazi. It's the same thing. He plays the same part. But this was gratuitously gory. At one point in time, like a dude was lying on the ground, missing an arm and a leg, and that was one of the the, the U.S. troops. Like it was <laughs> I remember funny that. and <laughs> grotesque. The second half was about this dude. Um, what's his name on on uh, Supernatural? Oh, Garth. Garth. Oh, Garth. Garth, yeah, Garth. is that was a, fun. Is a just a regular dude who happens to, like as he wanders nah, he, the streets. He's not just a regular dude. He's kind of an asshole. He as he wanders the streets, he finds things like uh, like this door lock. This door lock had a purpose in life, and now he's going to take it home and clean it up. And he's he, it's just weird. But at one point, he finds a finger, not a human finger. It's definitely not human, and that finger grows into. A monster, a little monster. It's like you know those like sponge dinosaurs that you get and you put in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like one of those. It, it like grew from. It, it was like teeny it tiny. Like, it looked like an oversized uh, evil gremlin. Okay, like it well, would, it had like a. It kind of had like a mouth, like an alien though, like a xenomorph. Yes, but the 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 gangliness. It yeah. Was, but whatever. So this monster treated. Garth like his father, I guess. It, it was he like just a, it was like a sentient dog. And those things that he did for him were kill. So, like, he would get a call from a bill collector, and he would yell into the phone, "I hate you! I hate you! Stop calling me! Why don't you just die?" And then he'd hang up the phone. And then the next day, the monster or that night, that monster would leave the house and come back, and there would be like a heart on the counter that obviously came from the bill collector at one point in time this thing brought the heads the heads uh, of his two stepchildren yeah that was fucked up that was that's when it got real dark <laughs> this that's when it got dark yeah oh no before that it was just sweet it was you cute know. because he's like oh is he, he treated it like a cat brought home a mouse or a, a dead bird to show appreciation like but he kept throwing the things down the the garbage it was it was so ridiculous. Yeah, his way of his way of getting rid of the stuff that his little like he he named it Bob. So <laughs> because it kept bobbing up and down. Yeah. That, so that's... so he so Bob would bring him these things and he'd be like, oh fuck, Bob! Now I gotta go take care of this." So he'd like put everything in the garbage disposal in his sink, and it just gets to the point where like Bob brings the heads home, and then he's like. All right, and you see him with a mallet just trying to like bash these fake heads in and there's just blood flying everywhere. And it's like the the fun like cheesy like Quentin Tarantino-esque like 70s movies with the like oh like w- gratuitous you, amounts of blood. You know there's a dude on outside of the view of the camera just squirting a bottle of blood. He's got like a super blood. soaker of fake blood. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was but it's it's entertaining. It's funny. Um so we're probably going to continue with that one. I uh, picked up with Doom Patrol again because I really I... like that. And Doom Patrol Season 2 became available. Um, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of ads for that. Yeah, I, I, I showed Angela the you know the, the big bad, the Mr. Nobody from Season 1 who is played by, uh, I, I always call him Wash. What's his 
I don't remember. Alan Tudyk. Alan, Alan Tudyk. And he does a phenomenal, crazy evil person job. So that was fun to see. Um, story picks up after they, you know, they got trapped in a painting and then they're out. And now they're just setting the the, the stage for the next big bad. Um, what else? I did watch an episode of The Fresh Prince. The first episode. Actually, Futurama and The Fresh Prince. I watched the first episodes of both of those to see if they Boy, I them. want that show. Futurama and The Fresh Prince. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact, that was my first time watching the first episode in its entirety of Futurama. That was that. It's that, and that show still holds up for me. I mean, it's fun. I mean, within the first half of the first episode, he ends up in the suicide phone booth. Like that's that's just funny stuff. <laughs> so but great. It, it's more. It's I've been spending my time with the television is just you know catching up on older things to see you know what I've missed. There's uh, there's not much new stuff that uh, I'm like jonesing to see like i came across doom patrol i wasn't waiting for it to happen and all of a sudden it it, it was on my plaque so yeah well <sighs> thanks corona yeah I, I oh wait that's a thing i've watched okay again this is youtube content so i don't know if it counts but i have a new obsession with watching things <laughs> where like youtube people make videos that feature themselves playing the role of some form of the coronavirus and themselves or like just like the one that I watched yesterday, I'm actually going to go on YouTube while I talk about this and try to look it up. So it's going to be real fun listening yeah, to me ramble. Don't play it because um, the audio will overpower our no, headphones. Honey, trust me. I'm not a noob here. Okay. okay. I turned off my speaker. Um, but <laughs> also known as I did not mute the tab, but I'm also doing that. So the the one that I most recently watched is basically this girl who... Uh, she's called like her YouTube channel is Julie, Julie Nolk and it's explaining pandemic to my past self. So the past self is like really posh, nicely painted nails, really nicely done hair, cute makeup, nice shirt. And then she's talking to pandemic version of herself, which is in like, like kind of just like, like the, the fancy shirt was like a nice button down. And then she's talking to herself in like, like a, like a, I would sleep in this kind of t-shirt and she's got her hair in a ponytail, no makeup. She's kind of a mess. And she's like, she's like, okay, well, you know, like I can't, I can't tell you too much because it is the future. And like, I, you know, I don't want to like break it or anything. And, and so she's talking to like the version of herself that existed in 2020. And she just looks like a crazy person. And she's like, well, can you tell me anything? Like what's going to happen? And she's like, mm, you know, things things are going to happen and a whole lot of nothing is going to happen and then she brings up stuff about like well you know i always wanted to get a dog like maybe maybe this will be a good time to get a dog and she's like yeah you're gonna want to do that those walks they're gonna be clutch and she's like well you know i don't know if i i'm actually gonna have time to walk it you know I, i'm probably gonna end up having to leave it alone and kennel it and stuff because i'm you know i got a lot of traveling to do for work and she just starts laughing and like her Maniacal. laugh is so insane she's like, Insanity oh. laughter. <laughs> like this is just crazy crazy laughter and she's like no you're not and she's like what she's like you're not gonna travel and she's like uh what what why and like just the way that everything is presented oh my god it's amazing because i think it's like representing my inner crazy like i think i feel like i am that person and so i very much connect and there's another channel called the holderness family vlogs and 
there's a, a version of this where the the mom like she basically filmed both versions of herself and one version is coronavirus and the other version is her and she's like talking to coronavirus and coronavirus is like yeah you should definitely like go to a restaurant it's gonna be great and she takes a to-go container and like licks the box and then like puts like folds all of the tops it's like one of the like cardboard chinese food containers and like goes to fold the lid in and stuff and like she's just touching everything and like licking the sides of the box and then she throws it at her and she's like yeah nothing bad will happen at a restaurant like it's just ridiculous though and it's everything about it like i don't know why this comedy i think it's because it's so relevant to our lives like i can't imagine what it's going to be like even a couple years from now going back no that's a lie it'll still be funny but like 10 or 20 years from now like going back and looking at this i don't know if it's going to be relevant at all anymore and i have no idea if it's going to be funny but my god i love it now <laughs> I, I I did find something amusing myself on YouTube, which will not be amusing to anyone else, and I'm not going to tell anybody where they can find it to uh, respect the privacy. But um, I found my 11 year old niece's YouTube channel. <gasps> yes, <laughs> she made two videos. Um, I only watched one of them. It was actually like it's an animated thing. There's some app she can use to like you know. Uh, there's pre-existing characters i guess and and you can have the dialogue recorded or something i don't get how it works because i'm fucking old (laughs) point is she wrote this skit it's actually pretty funny for 11 years old i gotta say uh it's also dark as hell um the the thing the thing that made me laugh the most about this channel is that the other video which was too long I didn't have time to watch it but in the description it just said if you identify as my parents get out (laughs) (laughs) she uh she asked me to uh voice act something for her did she yeah, I told her I'd love to. So, oh, I that's mean, awesome. I don't know. Is it a paying gig, Chris? Do we have to work <laughs> up a contract? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of, but I mean, the day is young. Do I have to and fight her to keep you on Geekade? Yeah. I will fight an 11 year old, right? <laughs> I don't know if you could take her. She, she I mean, she, it, I think it would be evenly matched. She's. Mixed mar- she's trained in mixed martial arts too. Oh, son of a! And she, she's, you know, the she survived part- being my sister's daughter for <laughs> eleven years. That's pr- that's pretty bold, right there. I've got nothing. And she's a hockey goalie. Wow, You're also I'm true. Sorry. Yeah. Kid, yeah, I'm done. Kid's a badass. I'm uh, I I'm officially checking out. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let uh, what do we got? Do we have? Let's. Do you want to switch over to news? Newsity news. Let's go scrolling. Um, I did not watch this because as I, you know, started to watch the news, you were already watching it, hon, and uh-huh. you explained it to me. What's going on with this? This Karen, did you put this up? The Doctor Who video? Yes. Yeah, it was 20 minutes long, so I wouldn't expect you to have watched it on the spot, but it was cute. Uh, well, this, Doctor no, Who. This video is only a, a minute and 30 minute. seconds. Yes, in the article that the video is... Uh, that's why okay. it didn't. That's why there was no payoff in that video, huh? There was a something. Small little snippet of it. Now I can't find. Ugh, I'm gonna have to find. 
in, I swear to God, when I found this in the description, it said full video here. Okay. And there was a link, but now I'll just have to go find it. They did a interview for Doctor Who coming to HBO Max with Jodie Whittaker, uh, David Tennant, and Matt Smith, and it was adorable. Is David Tennant okay? He needs a haircut. <laughs> I don't think he needs a hair. He thinks he needs a haircut, but he needs a haircut. Uh, he looks so thin. Other than that, he's fine. Okay. He's always been thin. Yeah, yeah that's just kind of what he looks, looks like. He looks like shit because he needs a haircut. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, that it's a, an ad for HBO Max. That's what that's it's the, yeah. Are an interview, I mean, if you will. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, let's lump the next couple together because they are all pretty much the, the same topic. Um, actually, let's, let's let's go with this. Um, Tina Fey asked for 30 Rock episodes featuring blackface to be removed from all platforms. This comes to us from uh, Yahoo.com. I never really watched... I watched some episodes of 30 Rock. Um, I am shocked that there were actually episodes featuring blackface. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. I've watched a decent amount, and I don't remember getting that far. So apparently there were, you know, two... One episode in particular that, as I was reading the article, was... um, one of the actresses and uh, Tracy Morgan switched roles for the day and she put on blackface or she make up herself darker. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I mean, unless that's the joke and I, I don't know, I've seen some responses to this, like uh, something along the lines of, well, you guys will do pretty much anything except enact real change, right? Nobody's asking for this, uh, mm-hmm. but all right, sure. Um, I, I don't know. Like one of the other, the other one that I saw was about um, an episode of the Golden Girls okay. that's been removed, and like the response was like, "I've seen this episode. That's not blackface. They're wearing fucking like." Uh, mud masks. Mud masks, you idiots! And uh, but they went ahead and removed the episode. Like, what the fuck is wrong? It's, with the, the, it's that the pendulum swing. It's yeah, the overcompensation. They, they, they're 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 working a little too hard in the wrong direction here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look if the if the because I'm thinking back to like um, I've never seen the Thirty Rock episode, the blackface in it, but I'm thinking to um, Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. Yes. And like that was the joke that it's horrible. Like yeah. it's it is absolutely inexcusable and that's the comedy of it. So if it's played like that in 30 Rock, then I don't necessarily see what what the uh what the sense in removing it is because if it's not being played up as like this is blackface or anything like that, it's being played up like as a shock bit like Holy shit! Can you believe how awful this person is that they think this is okay? Like, I, I kind of think that removing that is, is is senseless because if the joke is pointing out how absolutely abhorrent it is, then I mean it doesn't exactly uh, it, taking away that pointing that out isn't necessarily a good thing. Exactly. That that's what I'm trying to say. Thank you. It, what was the context of that episode, though? Is that the way that they were presenting it, or that's what I'm saying? I, I have no idea. Okay. That, that, well, I was shocked that, like I said, I was shocked that there actually was an episode, or apparently two episodes, um, and they will not be available on streaming or on pre- pre- 
produced media, whether it be DVD or Blu-ray or whatnot. And they're, uh, they ended the, the article <sighs> talking about Peacock. Have you guys looked at that at all? I haven't, but I didn't realize that they're not releasing them on anything ever, and that is, that's where it starts to bother me, because that's where we're getting into erasing history. It's Song of the South is not exactly something Disney wants to sell, but it fucking happened. Yeah. Like, it's like those... It's the same premise. Disney is not selling Song of the South anymore. It had happened. But it's like so now. Unfortunately, the 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 age that we live in now, it's very different um, access to media. Like now, it's all online mm-hmm. and digital and whatnot. So they're just not making it available digitally anymore. Um, the production of Blu-rays and DVDs, when they make them, they are going to those episodes will be removed. They're not having people like turn in their DVDs and Blu-rays to have the episode removed. There's, there's, they're just not going to promote it anymore or produce it any well, further. I see what you're saying, but at the same time that's not much different from what Lucas did with the the Star Wars trilogy. You can't get the original Star Wars trilogy anymore. Mm-hmm. You just can't. And as technology has evolved, the only ways to get that stuff is on out of date out of date formats that don't really work with modern technology. So it's almost like you're erasing that stuff from history. Like the uh the approach that they did with um uh what was the thing that they uh everyone was uh, complaining about Gone with the Wind was being removed and from what I can understand like no Gone with the Wind isn't being like removed from the service permanently. It was taken down temporarily so they could do kind of like what Whoopi Goldberg did with the Looney Tunes sets when they were like so this is Speedy Gonzales. This shit was fucked up. It's kind of funny, but it's not really funny, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's important because it puts it in historical context. It's like, I don't know. What I I talked not too long about, not too long ago, about when I rewatched Scrubs, and some of that shit made me a little uncomfortable because there's a lot of like homophobic jokes in that show. Mm -hmm. But it's that is what was a quote-unquote acceptable at that time and if you're going to erase that stuff from your from from your tv programs and uh, you know that stuff disappears now that means that the only legal way to get those episodes to get the full show is uh to to buy it on an outdated format or there is act there will soon be no legal way to get all the episodes of that tv show mm-hmm. I would rather see them do some sort of disclaimer about how this shit wasn't funny, but it happened, we did it, and we have to own it, uh, than have them just expunge it from existence. I got it. Well. Yeah, it feels a little like censorship. And by a little, I mean a lot. It, and that is my soapbox. There you go. Um, well, let's, let's continue on the same path. Uh, Kristen Bell, hold on. Um, Mike Henry. Henry. I, I couldn't remember his last name. And there was another one. I think it was in the Kristen Bell article. There was another actress. Um, yeah, she's the one from Big Mouth. Yeah, and I, I, uh, I Jenny Slate. And Jenny Slate. They will no longer be playing either black or um, mixed race characters. Uh, I think Hank is area too. Ha- yeah, yeah he was that was a while ago. That, but that happened. 
that he back. just I think it was it was the Apu thing, but then they just did uh, like he's not nobody's they're not gonna do Doctor Hibbert or any of that other uh, those other characters either. Okay, uh, yeah, I remember a, a while ago he's there was another movie or documentary that came out okay. um, about Apu or the problem with Apu and the that. I don't want to say he made the decision to no longer voice that character, but this is yeah. this is new and current things. Like, yeah, they. I think just in the wake of all this stuff, they went a step further on the Simpsons. So, like Carl, Doctor Hibbert, those characters that have been around forever, they're not. They're either gonna disappear or they're just not gonna. They're gonna find different actors because of the same reasons as mm-hmm. what you're about to go into. Yeah, and and I I understand it. It's it's um. Like Kristen Bell, it, it, there's a very long uh, explanation, but what she's saying is, is I'm trying to do my part to make it better. This is what I can do. Um, I'm stepping down, and we're going to to cast either a black or mixed race actress to give Molly the voice that will resonate all the nuances and experiences of the character uh, as we've drawn her. Um, I. I, I I don't know how I, I I don't know how to feel about just this side of it because if you look at that list of characters or actor voice actors, one of I think a white older woman is voiced by a young black man. Now, are is is where where does that line get get drawn? I think it's caricatures. You gotta know if you've got a young black man playing an old white woman, it's because that white that old white woman is a caricature of an old white woman. This character that Kristen Bell is playing is not a caricature. It's the the fact that she is a young girl isn't the joke. So they, it's not like she's doing a voice. She's doing Kristen Bell, like mm-hmm. she's just speaking and acting the role. I think that's the line. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, and, I, and that's and that's a very viable reason. Yeah, I like. I don't. I honestly got looking at this because, especially with like The Simpsons, where one guy voices forty-seven characters. You know, like Hank Azaria has voiced dozens of of characters on that show. Now, if if it goes, if he's no longer doing that, is it just going to be one person of color taking all of that? Is it going to be now? Uh, 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 an Indian and uh, an African American. Like, are we going to get representation for every? Because at that point in time, I'm, and it's it's just going to stop. It's going to modify the product that is coming out. It is, but it's all. But at the same time, it's just a matter of. I don't know. You you look at it from a certain angle and think, well, well, of course they probably should have been doing this shit the whole time. Like. I'm a oh, to tie it back to Avatar. We watched. Um, they just got the bossing say, mm-hmm. and they met the Dai Li, and the leader of the Dai Li, like this Chinese dude, like because that's that's the Earth Kingdom. The Earth Kingdom is fucking China. That's that's what it's drawn after, mm-hmm. and this dude is a hundred percent Chinese as fuck, and he's voiced by Clancy motherfucking Brown, and I'm like, I'm not the kind of guy to complain about Clancy Brown's voice, and you want a villain on a, on your cartoon, you're gonna get Clancy Brown to voice him, but this dude's Chinese, and <laughs> Clancy Brown is very not. So it was like it, it was. It left me feeling a little uneasy, and in, in the wake of all this, the the news that's happening right now is like. 
Well, I mean, yeah, they shouldn't be doing that shit. Like, it's not like there aren't Chinese voice actors out there that could have played this role. It's not like Clancy Brown is adding this dramatic gravitas. It's it's his voice being a villain, and I'm sure they could have found somebody who was actually Chinese to voice these characters. But, I mean, that's, that's kind of, again, it's... Uh, very much a product of its time. That's the way that they've been casting cartoons forever. Mm-hmm. And I guess and, it's and, part of... And that was to get the most out of the cast. That one person... Like, they, what's what's the guy who... who um, he does John Stewart. He does Vision. L- Lamar... Phil Lamar? Phil Lamar. He has voiced every cartoon character ever. And, like... He has done multiple voices on single shows, like just uh, but League. yeah, and he's uh, but he he's also Samurai Jack, <laughs> and like yes. so at that point that like do we? But that's well, that's that that is kind of a, that's a similar problem because I we're friends with a an an Asian guy who uh, has a hard time finding work, right? Because he's he's a voice actor and he's an Asian guy and. Uh, it's not as easy to to find work like that because even someone like Phil Lamar is playing Samurai Jack. Like that's just as not okay as uh, as Christian Bell playing, playing a mixed race. A- exactly. Person. Like <laughs> you wouldn't cast them like that in live action. So why do it in animation? Like I get it. It's like if you're gonna do a green space alien, well then sure, cast whoever the heck you want. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to like any marginalized groups, a- Asian, African Americans, like why not cast those people to bring that voice to life? Like I-, I don't understand why you necessarily would even think to not do that. Well, I now in the case of The Simpsons, when it was a long time ago, and you know <laughs> budgets were budgets, that's that's a different animal. That at least you can understand the reasoning behind it. But The Simpsons have been on for eight hundred and fifty years. And those people get paid an exorbitant amount of money to be on that show. So it's like, well, at this point, it does seem kind of silly to not uh, to fix that problem. Also, cancel The Simpsons. It's over. <laughs> but <laughs> now you've gone too far. No, he's <laughs> but not. But I digress. Now, but like something like this, the, the first line of this, the Kristen Bell statement is, um, I don't know who it's coming from. But it's Kristen Bell is an extraordinarily talented actress who joined the cast of Central Park from nearly the first day of the show's development before there was even a character for her to play. Um, so, like, she has been there and helped develop the character and the, 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 her delivery of things leads to things that the character does. Now that character happens to be the child of a white woman and and a, and a African American man. So is that like if she was there from the beginning and this is devil's advocate kind of thing and helped create the nuances of that character because the the way it's colored is now it's not hers anymore. It doesn't. Ha- it's animation. It doesn't. Ha- she doesn't have to voice it for that character to be hers. She brings. She brings what she brings to the role as being, you know, part of the production, part of the directorial team, being, you know, part of the cast. And uh, yeah, she helped create this character. But it, you know, if it's her decision to look at it and say, okay, I helped create this character, but I don't have this character's 
history. I'm acting. I'm making this shit up. Like, why why am I taking this role away from a marginalized group? She's still going to be involved in the production. Mm-hmm. So there's, I, I see no problem with her stepping down. I mean, yeah, you can cre- a, a, a white person can create a black character, but then you you take the uh, whoever you cast in that position, you t- have to take their life experience into it to do it, you know, to do it justice. Because otherwise, you're you're Fisher Stevens in Short Circuit, you know, like. Oof. Oof. That was a rough pull. <laughs> No. Nobody wants that. Nobody, no, honey. Um, I'll, I'll explain that after the show. I was just gonna say I'm not gonna She's say anything too to that. Young. Um, oh my god! It's the whitest white um, guy ever played. Sorry I, guys, played. I'm yeah. sorry. Never mind. It's okay. And you know what? This is that. And I do just have to like side note on that. I didn't know that was a joke. I didn't know that he wasn't an Indian guy when I watched it as a kid. Nor did I, I. didn't know it was a white guy in brown face. I just didn't. And I had a lot of love for that character. <laughs> Here. But you know, I look at it now. It's like I'd love to show this movie to my kids, but I fucking shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, the thing that you're saying about her having created the character and should she not get to play it anymore? I mean, writers create characters. Writers of all races create characters of all races. But when it comes to actually having that character played, it's a different. It's a different animal. Right. And I'm Word. also just gonna add as a, a like looking at these articles because there was more than one where we were getting this information i think it's also important to say that like for me where i came from with this was i can understand if it's a person who makes the character who the character needs to be i look at it like that's casting um you know when you're talking chris about like there's a voice actor who like they're playing a race of somebody who they aren't and then why would they do that when they're casting someone in a film well there have been numerous times where there has been backlash you know if Lois Lane isn't this or if what was what was the thing recently I think we had the Little Mermaid it was like not an uh-huh. exact remake, but they chose a black actress and people lost their shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is an argument to be made. If the person gives life to the character, great. But if the look of that character is that important or that specific, that is something that needs to be taken into consideration when casting for a role, whether it's voice acting or not. I felt like Kristen Bell was fine in this role, but because I am attached to Kristen Bell as an actress and because I am a white woman who basically has no idea how it feels to look and not be able to identify with a voice actor or character on a show because I'm not represented, I just look at it and go, okay, if the majority of people out there are saying they want this to change and the people who are working in this industry are saying we agree we think that this change needs to occur then me as the consumer i'm just gonna be like cool is the person replacing Kristen bell as good hopefully i still want Kristen bell to be on the show i think she's she did going a, to a yeah. phenomenal job yeah According that's what she said she's, article, she's gonna be involved yeah uh, they'll find a different role for her or something like that but 
And that's exactly my point. Like, but the, the what you're saying about the the Little Mermaid, I think, is kind of a different animal because that wasn't like they're they're not like. First off, it's it's this total fabrication. It's not like mermaids are real, <laughs> but it's also um, it was like casting a what's his name, um, Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin. The second it's, best kingpin ever to show up on screen. Wait, who's Michael Clark Duncan? Hold on, He's the guy know. from um, the Green Mile. The Green Mile, the giant, oh, black, the giant dude. black guy from. Daredevil. And like, yes, yeah. the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie ain't great, but Michael Clark Duncan was brilliant casting for that particular role. Yeah. Okay, that's they, so a they way just made they just made the character black, and that's and that works in that kind of a situation. It's not because it's not like they're having a black guy play a white guy. They didn't put him in fucking white face or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They just made the character black and that's what they were going to do with the little mermaid. It's not like they because Ariel doesn't have to be white. There's nothing in the original text of the little mermaid that say, that that signifies there this character intrinsically changes if you change her race. She's a fucking mermaid. So, right, uh, and, yeah, I, I, and that was kind of my point. Like, well, just to tie into it, the the argument of like, oh, this is not how Kingpin looks, or this is not how Ariel looks, is that when people identify with a character, for me, it was like going to watch Avatar: The Last Airbender when they made the movie, whoa. and it was a big seeping. But think about that. Think about the way that they presented that film and the choices that were made in that casting. And, like, if you're going to argue in one direction, you have to be able to look at the other side. And so... Like, those are all made-up places. It's all... And and so I understand, like, this is supposed to be a representation of this. This is who should be playing this role. And that's not what they did. And, like, it caused an outcry, for sure. I was infuriated, because I was like, this is not... In that specific instance, it's because it was fucking arbitrary. Michael Clark Duncan got cast as Kingpin because Kingpin needed... They looked at the character of Kingpin and said, what does Kingpin need to be? He needs to be larger than life. He needs to be a just physical, intimidating, bald dude. And they're like, Michael Clark Duncan, that's it. That's the character. Well, he's black. Who the fuck cares? Make Kingpin black. It makes sense. It worked. With fucking Avatar, the Avatar movie... I don't know what the hell he was thinking because it's not like, okay, fine, you want to change uh, the Fire Nation from Japan to India? That's cool, except they didn't do that across the board. You want to, they didn't change the, uh, the, es- the Eskimo um, characters of the Water Tribe. They didn't change that characteristic. They just put white people in those outfits. Mm-hmm. Like, they, that wasn't a matter of like uh, just just changing the the color of a character's skin and being like okay well th- this this nation is represented by this kind of person now this was just a bunch of arbitrary shit casting smeared all over the screen because M Night Shyamalan is a fucking hack. <laughs> I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying that I'm trying to look at both sides of where this casting stuff comes from because I've had both. I've heard both arguments, and if I'm just putting out for my opinion, like, my opinion is, yeah, fuck it. If 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 we get more people who represent the characters that they're playing in a cartoon to actually look like the characters they're playing, or just get a person who is not white to play a person who is not white, great, great, fine. 
Um, I have no problem with that. My biggest thing is just like get people who are good for the job and that's it. And like, I look forward to a day where it doesn't have to matter that like you're black and you like can't get a job like as a black character on a cartoon show like come the fuck on just just i i I think that's really where the the point of contention here is because it's not about uh, finding the best person for the job also it doesn't just mean like well this person is a better actor than this person therefore they should get the role even though it's clancy brown playing a six-year-old chinese girl you know (laughs) that that it, 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 it has to inc- it has to incorporate all the aspects of that particular character to make them the best person for the job and the the idea of um i just lost my train of thought um the 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 best person for the job being uh, as as cut and dry as like well this person is is the best actor therefore they should get the role is that there are it's not hard for white dudes to get voice acting work. It's not hard for white white women to get voice acting work. It's hard for people of color to get voice acting jobs. And it is ten times worse when you're looking at, like, well, here's these, here are these people of color in this animated series that are being played by white people where there's perfectly good people of color that can't get work. And, and I think that's where the problem comes from. And it's like, yeah, those uh, Kirsten Bell is great at poor, at playing that role, but she shouldn't have been considered for it in the first place. And that's, I think, where the issue is. Like, yes, she helped develop the character. No, she's not doing anything maliciously bad. But at the end of the day, it's not like there's a shortage of shit for Kristen Bell to do, but there is a shortage of jobs being awarded to unknown coming up uh whatever uh, uh minorities and people of color well and that that's where the problem is and you have to take that shit into consideration and all i'm gonna say is i if i definitely don't i'm not disagreeing with you but whoever replaces her better be able to sing just as well because damn did she <laughs> sing a good song <laughs> All right, let's 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 try to uh, switch gears to get Chris angry about something else. Um, <laughs> Muppets now official trailer. Chris, okay, I'll, so I'll give it a joy. shot. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll give it a shot. Here here is here is my issue with it. That is not what Kermit sounds like. <laughs> I knew that was. Coming. I knew that was going to be a problem. <laughs> but I, 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 the, I don't the, get it. It's not like we there. can't find people who sound like Kermit the fucking Frog. It's not. <laughs> I'm like I'm listening to this like. I know what Jim Henson sounds like. I even know what all the other people who played Kermit sounds like. This ain't it, Chief. I do a better Kermit the Frog than this. What are you doing? But, I mean, I, I don't know. They didn't go out and hire a real frog to do the part, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm When I watched the trailer, I felt it's, it had the, the, the heart of what the old show had. Not that the whatever that in-between reality that show that we yeah the office with muppets where we learn about miss piggy and kermit's sex life yeah Yeah. no it's certainly (laughs) appropriate response yeah no it it doesn't seem to be that it this does seem to be uh nothing in there made me laugh out loud or anything (laughs) but nothing made me uncomfortable so i'm uh i'm 
I'm more than happy to give this a shot. I want it to be everything that it should be because it's about fucking time somebody just gave the Muppets a TV show <laughs> that made sense for the Muppets. <laughs> Come on, why is this so hard to do? Why, why are the Muppets so hard to get nuts? a grasp on? Yeah, here's what you do. You remember the Muppets show, the thing that made them famous in the first place? Do that. And that's what they're doing. So here's hoping. sign me up. All right, moving on. Deadline.com's Boys Season 2 gets a premiere date September 4th. There you go. I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait to see how that story plays out. Yes, but just keep in mind, you're only going to get the first four episodes, and then you have to wait. Yeah, you get, Yes, but you have to wait weekly. Mm-hmm. And it's still, it's fine. I thought that was cute. Their, yeah, their whole thing was, yeah, we just wanted to give you time to freak out. <laughs> the, 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 the Surgeon General said we can't release the whole season in yeah. one shot or something to that effect. So good. Uh, all right. Uh, we spoke about that. Angela, you posted up. <laughs> um, okay, so the Magic sorry, School not Bus. Sorry, yes. <laughs> the Magic School Bus is now getting a live-action movie. What happened to the? Did I? Did the new cartoon end? Yes. Yes. So th- why are we making a movie out of something that we didn't do? You huh? are shitting all over my dreams right now, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> you right. stop. You shut your mouth, <laughs> okay. and you let me have this. All right. Live okay. action school bus, or <laughs> live action the magic school bus. Um, it's a beautiful thing. It seems to be a beautiful thing. Okay, but I fa- I like the fact of their choice to uh, play Miss Frizzle, or yes, I'm assuming I... it's Miss Frizzle. Yes. Um, well, I think because yes, Miss Frizzle it... in the new cartoon is Miss the original Miss Frizzle's younger sister, I think. Something like that. But uh, yeah, Elizabeth Banks being cast for the role. Yes, yes, yes. Anytime she's on screen, I am all about it. I don't, I just, I, she just charms the ever-loving shit out of me. Yeah, she's um, great. But yeah, so I am so very, very excited for this. I, it, the weird thing is, like, I am going to admit, I don't remember a lot of that show from my kid. But when I hear anything relating to the music or people talking about it i just get this like feeling of excitement i got like warm and fuzzies when i was watching the trailer for the new muppet show but i got like like jump out of my seat excited for this movie i don't i don't know why i don't know why but i need it it has to exist and now it will Uh, all right um karen you posted up the next one coming from netflix uh (laughs) another babysitter's club (laughs) Yeah, uh, the third of July. That's that's in a couple of days. Yeah, it sure is. It's not gonna, but I'm gonna be watching on July third. But uh, that is, is the longest is... phone cord I've ever seen. I mean, you lived through the eighties. You've true. seen long phone cords. <laughs> I was true. disappointed that this teaser didn't really show much more than what it did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't realize you were so excited for it. <laughs> I read the shit out of these books when I was a kid, and I'm excited for a new generation to uh, to say hello to their friends. Babysitters Club. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, all right, um, Karen also posted <laughs> up from Variety.com that hungry, <clears throat> excuse me, hungry exempts U.S. cast and crew from European Union bans. Um, mm-hmm. This is good news because now we can get some more production going and get more entertainment. Yeah, apparently Hungary is the second uh, most popular European destination for shooting things. They give them they give some really good credits it seems because they they mm-hmm. showed like 30 to 40% 
it's that's unheard of it is it is interesting though that like they're making this exemption like okay money why money 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 it's money, money. money, 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 money. exactly money. it's it doesn't so if there if it's all it is is money then like what are we actually doing here with like keeping americans out of out of europe in general i don't know that's not a tv conversation it's a you know worldwide conversation Listen, but. coronavirus is a hoax okay <laughs> When we uh, have listen. our election and the great and holy <laughs> Cheeto is reelected, there well, will be it, Doritos it, raining from the sky. It'll all come out. And they will cure the coronavirus, <laughs> and we will all drink bleach and be merry. You'll just wake up one day and it'll be gone. <laughs> I don't disagree with any country wanting to keep Americans out. I just don't blame them at this point. Mm -hmm. But like this yeah we're awful this decision does <laughs> so not wait, make a lot of sense eurovision. we were watching eurovision which was a uh, a will ferrell movie by you watched the movie with okay. rachel yeah. mcadams oh my god it was I'm adorable so in love with her but there was this through line of will ferrell interacting with these because he's from iceland and he's interacting with these four american tourists i think it happens like three or four times in the movie and he berates the ever-living shit out of them like except it was for when horrible. he tells them to go to find starbucks and then they're like oh oh where's the nearest starbucks oh my god thank you so much and he, he's like i what you're welcome i wasn't trying to help you but you're welcome i was like oh my god we hate you leave no seriously go away don't ever come to iceland we hate you it, it was funny it was funny anywho um <laughs> enough about iceland we're in hungary honey so yes more production happening is good news so getting closer to newer better entertainment <laughs> we need to work i mean there has to be and they make mention of like all different you know amazon mm -hmm. productions and netflix and i mean because these guys are gonna have to start getting creative yeah. With where they're coming up from their co with their content from eventually, not everything can be animated. It's true. <laughs> or mm -hmm. puppets. Um, but I'm okay so. with a run of that. Challenge accepted. All right. <laughs> oh no, I'm absolutely fine with a run of that. But like this thing isn't gonna go anywhere anytime soon. So eventually, we are gonna run out of shows unless we figure out ways and safe places to um, to make them. Mm -hmm. That's fair. All right. Um, cool. Angela, you, you posted up this one. So the 90s book series that was made into a 90s television series is now being made into a movie. I So this, I... Uh, All right, let me just stop the, you right there. The Animorphs? Okay. Yeah, this is, this is like if Magic School Bus got me excited, fuck you, Magic School Bus. This you is nearly everything. flipped your desk when you read this article. This, this right here, this lights my fire. Okay, I need this in my life like more than anything i've ever needed i am so ready for this i'm so ready i loved animorphs when i was a kid those freaking things in the corner of the book in the pages you would it was like a flip book and you could actually watch the person transform into like the most important animal of that book like whatever the character because the books were in the perspective of the person it was first person it was first person thank you so all, each book was first person for whichever character was the key character for that story and then like whatever the animal was that they acquired that they could transform into in that particular story 
you'd have like this little flip book in the corner so you could like watch them and it was like a little silhouette it was the coolest fucking thing ever <laughs> okay you're adorable and the the book covers were just so i mean it was like kind of the stuff of nightmares but i was super down with it and like all of the covers were like this this static image oh at the top right yes the, the, uh, a you know relatively attractive child becoming uglier 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 and then becoming an animal yeah 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 it was like the transition scenes from altered beast but a book <laughs> very much <laughs> but so. in a book form <laughs> but yeah i'm super ready for this um i just like i don't i don't know i didn't read all of the books but i certainly read a number of them when i was younger i, and I remember this show and a yeah, fun I watched fact some of the show fun fact at the end x-men's iceman yep sean ashmore played teens leader jake mm -hmm. during the show's run so i it, that's he it's was good a heartthrob. Yes. I actually don't remember him at all. But yeah, it, I just, I'm very, very excited for the fact that I'm going to get to see this with like today's graphics. And I hope they do it as badly as they did just for nostalgia's sake. Make no. it really hokey. No, don't ruin this for me. I, I, you're in the same room as me. I will kick you. <laughs> as, uh, as if Evan has any like <laughs> influence on how it's going to be made. None whatsoever. Know, right? Yeah. Putting it Look, out there I just don't want to putting that energy into the environment or the universe <laughs> for someone else to pick up on that garbage, okay? This needs to be the best thing ever. They even in the article talked about book fairs. Like, was that a thing when all you all yes. old people were kids? No, I'm just kidding. Fuck you. Because, <laughs> like, yes, that was my we bread had, and butter. We yes, had we book had fairs book fairs. Back in the day. We had to watch yes, them print on the giant wheels. Yes, and our fucking kids have book and... fairs now, too. What? If we, what? <laughs> Hell yes. Listen, that was like that was the the best thing ever. I remember book fair days were like, oh my god, I I would like raid yeah, book, my parents. Book I, fair I'm, days were the coolest. I, I I I'm pretty sure I stole money from my parents. I remember that that leaflet that they would hand out that you would check mark like mm -hmm. the ones that you would you wanted because that little advertisement flyer came out before the books showed up. Yep, got all excited. Yeah, oh my god, the, yes, finished newsprint ever. Um, Karen. Just quick question. You posted up the, is that the, the proper That's link? That's the full length okay. of the, yes. All right. Of so, the Doctor Who thing. All right. Um, to wrap up the news, unfortunately, um, sometime this week, we lost a comedy genius, Carl Reiner. Now, I I remember him from his movies and television, and, and he had a huge influence on the comedy landscape. He will be missed. It's a you know, big, big bucket of win for this guy. Um, I just wanted because I read this article and I Mel. It was an article um, that interviewed Mel Brooks, and they were besties. Mm. And I felt that this was the best way to to honor him is by what he says. Carl was a giant, unmatched in his contributions to entertainment. He created comedy gems like The Dick Van Dyke Show, The Jerk, and Where's Papa. I met him in 1950 when he joined Sid Caesar on Your Show of Shows, and we've been best friends ever since. I loved him when we were doing the 2,000-year-old man. I loved that fuck. Uh, <laughs> together, there was no better straight man in the world. So whether he wrote or performed or he was just your best friend, nobody could do it better. He'll be greatly missed. A tired cliche in times like this, but in Carl's, Carl Reiner's case... It's absolutely true. He will be greatly missed. Aww. I will never forget my the, the two thousand year old man's the greatest invention, Saran wrap. <laughs> Saran. 
Uh, I remember my, my mom playing me that for me when I was maybe just a touch too young to really get it. Mm-hmm. And be, she'd like just her laughing her ass off about it and me being like, You can wrap one grape, you can wrap four grapes. <laughs> good, oh, good guys. stuff. He will be missed. I, I'm going to have to actually go learn what all of that oh, was. Oh, shh. <gasps> yes, you are. Don't come back until you do. I'm sorry. All right. Sorry. Let's take a break. Um, when we get back, we're going to talk about our topic, uh, Central Park, Season 1. So please, stay tuned. Are you enjoying the podcast you're listening to right now? Of course you are. But did you know that it's just one part of an entire network of geek-related goodness? Geekade.com is your one-stop shop for fresh original content no matter what your geek is. Each week you'll find articles and podcasts about comic books, horror movies, X-Men, music, video games, music in video games, Transformers, anime, TV shows, tabletop gaming, wrestling, beer, and more. And hey, if you want to help us create even more original content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's available at patreon.com slash geekade. What's your geek? Geekade is looking for some partners. If you have something you'd like to advertise on any of our podcasts, our powerful overlords are ready to talk to you. Send your proposal to mail at geekade.com with the words podcast ads in the subject line, and our diligent army of trained ants will put you in touch with the head of our advertising department. With a weekly audience that reaches well into the dozens, Geekade is the perfect place to get your ads into the ears of the right people. Once again, that's mail at geekade.com. Send your ad in today. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out our commercials. It's time for the feature topic. Like I said, it was my choice this week. I chose Central Park Season 1, Episode 1, just titled Episode 1. Central Park is an Apple Plus television show. Uh, It started in May of 2020. Uh, It is an animated musical series that tells the story of how a family of caretakers who live and work in Central Park end up saving the park and basically the world. That's the I I just thought that was funny because saving the world. Um, We're talking about the first episode. And in this episode, uh, the main gist is there is an event going on in the park, which gets horribly ruined by an outside force that destroys the whole thing um okay so i came across this episode or i came across this show and i saw the uh i don't want to say cast but it was like the creative team and 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 yeah in essence the cast and i was immediately intrigued uh created by lauren bouchard uh josh gad and nora smith but the stars the voice team um hold on that's just like Kristen Bell, Titus Burgess, David Diggs, Josh Gad, uh, Catherine Hahn, uh, Leslie Odom Jr. Like, Stanley Tucci's even credited in there somewhere. Uh, I was immediately intrigued. And when I started to watch this show, it its opening, it, its opening made my heart feel happy. So I continued watching it. The, the show starts off with the the family well actually it starts off with the troubadour who starts talking about the show who introduces us to the main family um cole molly uh, la 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 helen right no 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 helen is the bad guy page what the family yeah owen, so you have page, owen page molly, molly and, cole. and cole okay yeah um 
they they live and work in Central Park. Well, they live in Central Park. Some of them work there. Um, and this time of the year, the the <laughs> hot lips turtlehead flowers bloom, <laughs> and it's a very big deal to the father figure, who is Owen. Um, and he's you know hoping that it's going to be a, a big event that people are going to come and check out the park and it's going to be beautiful. Um, that's not how it goes. Um, the evil character. Um, so there is Bitsy, who is voiced by Stanley Tucci. Yes. Which is a, 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 a glorious choice. Um, she she lives in her castle above Central Park. It's a towering high skyscraper, and she has lost her 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 puppy. She's lost her dog, and she puts out a reward of fifty five. I think she said fifty five thousand dollars for the, the the finding of her dog, and she says it's last seen in Central Park. Everybody goes crazy, starts hunting down this dog, which in turn destroys everything around it, and. There, there is when the family shines. Now, with that, I am curious because this is a musical comedy. It's a, 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 a an animated show. Um, it has checked so many boxes for me. I'm curious as to how you guys felt about it. Um, Karen. Yes. What did you think? Well, when you first picked it, I was like, oh, this guy just wants to pick things that David Diggs is in. <laughs> I know. Can you blame <laughs> it, us? It just happens that way. But. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if you want to if you want to get me on your good side, you should probably pick something that has half the cast of Hamilton in it. I, well, I mean, I'm just saying. All right. <laughs> I was hoping um, you were going to be like, yes to all of this. And so far I am not being disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like on paper, uh, this is exactly for me. Uh, in reality, I liked it. Okay. Okay. I didn't like it. It wasn't like, this is hilarious. This is perfect. That's wonderful. I love it. It was. It was fine. A th- it was a lot too much Josh Gad for me. Because mm-hmm. to me, Josh Gad in this is um, is exactly Olaf. And okay. I was like, this is too much Olaf. Like, okay, there is the right All amount right. of Olaf, Olaf in Frozen. He is, Frozen. He is the no. f- snowman from Frozen, which that doesn't affect uh, our lives. No, time to reveal that I still haven't seen Frozen. That's that's fine. That's honey. fine. That's fine. Wow, you do not have a small child. I've ever gotten that response. I have. I haven't well, watched Frozen. Whoever says Rider. it's not fine is is insane. It's, it's Look, not fine. It's a solid. It's a solid movie. You you like Disney movies? Watch Frozen sometime. You won't regret it. But it's not like, oh my god, you need to it's see Frozen. It is freaking amazing. Like, nah, <laughs> you'll see it someday, fine. and it's fine. <laughs> so yeah, so Olaf is the comic relief in Frozen, and he's used sparingly, and he's endearing. Uh, this guy, Birdie. Um, <laughs> Is, is just a little bit too much. Okay. And because it has the element of um, being for adults. Yep. And so, therefore, you know, being allowed to say inappropriate things and, you know, whatever. It, it Then, because it's too much, it kind of went over the border a little bit into creepy for me. 
Okay. Like, and he was just like, shh, it's fine to peek in people's windows. And I was like, no, is it? no, it's not. <laughs> That's um, funny. I'm sorry. I can understand uh, why that, that, that juxtaposition had, of characters, especially with, he's not changing his voice at all. It is Olaf. No. <laughs> <laughs> so if they had dialed back the birdie, I think that would have helped a little bit. I did absolutely adore the mean old lady <laughs> just that part I for some reason him. cracked my shit up i know she's horrible i don't like her but i just i just uh, love the I character love i loved i loved the performance <laughs> stanley ducci uh, chef kiss just fantastic that was my favorite part about it is it illegal <laughs> right and the and the assistant lady who clearly hates her boss oh, that, so that she was also fantastic all right all right now chris i uh Ready i don't know you don't know I, I don't know i finished watching it and i was like i don't I don't know how to feel about this. See, I would have thought you... I didn't know how to interpret your reaction to that, but I would have thought you would be in the tank for this because of how much you love Loren Bouchard. Exactly. And and there was a lot of that. Like Everything about that I loved. I didn't know this was a musical going in. And okay. uh, I did enjoy the music, but I do not care for Josh Gad. Uh, I find... Uh, like Karen said, I, I find Olaf to be... A bit of an exception because he is endearing although his song in the first frozen is like my second least favorite song in the movie my least favorite song being the movie about how you can fucking change people i hate that song Ugh, but tell um, me how you really feel i'm not sure i got a sense of that i just i don't particularly care for josh gad's comedy i don't think he's funny i don't enjoy listening to him and yeah i thought he was there wasn't anything endearing about this dude <laughs> he was just like oh so he's he's a creeper yeah that's yeah. not fun I, uh, oh, but, no. you know, I are liked... you too wholesome now <laughs> he was creepy yeah yeah I no it's it it's not it's not a matter of me being too wholesome to enjoy a creeper it's like <laughs> if if there's a creeper that's played for comedy by a voice actor that I uh, am entertained by, then that's one thing. But if it's like somebody I'm predisposed to not think is funny already, okay, <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, no, that that really did not did not do it for me. So. Um, I don't know, man. The, some of the music was really good uh, because that that's that's just kind of the way it rolls uh, when it comes to uh, Lauren Lauren Bouchard's stuff. I mean, what's it? Uh, even the music in home movies is still still pops into my head all the time. Like look at the fucking Louie Louie episode and whatnot. There's, there's great stuff on there. Um, I just don't know. There was something about it that was that didn't quite land with me. It was almost amazing, but it was also like. I don't know if I like this. I was just confused by it. I didn't. I most certainly didn't dislike it. I just wasn't sure if I really liked it, and I think I need to watch some more to kind of get a feel for it. But I, I don't know. It's it was definitely something that I was interested in seeing, mm -hmm. and I'm really glad that I watched it. And I 
I kind of wanted it to be a super big home run because I loved almost like everywhere. I loved home movies when that show came out. Right, I adored home movies. I didn't get, I didn't see Doctor Cats because I had no access to it. What back when it was airing, mm-hmm. I didn't have the Comedy Channel, so uh, that one kind of went went by me. But home movies, like I adored that show. So when Bob's Burgers came out, I was like, oh fuck yeah, this is great, and I really liked Bob's Burgers and it. it you know, uh, following up on that, um, you know, like uh, the the different members of the creative team, like Brendan Small, uh, did a lot of the music in home movies and, and was a big part of home movies. Uh, he went on and did Metalocalypse, and I didn't like that show nearly as much as I liked home movies. So it's not necessarily always going to be a, a home run when it comes to this creative team. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. I liked it, but I don't know if I liked it. It's it it just the whole thing left me feeling really weird. So, uh in 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 a good way. It was it was neat. It was interesting, but uh I am I was I was very conflicted when it was over like I just don't know how I feel about it. Okay. Uh Han, I'm going to ask you so that the 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 those at home could what did how did, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I loved it. I I think maybe I'm saved by the fact that I don't have any conne- connection really to Josh Gad, uh, like especially because of not seeing Frozen. But also, if I'm not mistaken, he was in the Beauty and the Beast movie, and yep. he yes, plays LeFou. He was a great LeFou, and it was hysterical. I yeah, like I. So that is the thing that I associate him with, and I adored him in that role. So I was like, oh, this is great. I didn't even know that he was the person singing in Central Park. So, like, I I basically just go by who do I recognize immediately uh, upon hearing their voice. And mostly that was Kristen Bell and... I did not know Stanley Tucci was doing. <laughs> I didn't figure it out until the end. <laughs> yeah, like that. Uh, I did not know he was doing Bitsy's voice, but I am so happy to hear that because I do also adore him as an actor. But like, uh, yeah, just uh, for me, like, I don't know, like Helen being David Diggs, like didn't know that he was in this either at first, but looking at the cast after the fact, I was like, wow, this is a great surprise. Um, I, because I do love singing and musicals and like, I like things that have kind of a sick, twisted sense of humor. All of this appealed to me. (laughs) I just, I couldn't like, it kind of reminded me, I don't know. It took me for a second back to when, um, I saw book of Mormon. Like it just, there's songs like, you have um, Hasadiga Ibawai, which is Fuck You God. <laughs> and like that song is so beautiful and cheerful and exciting. And then you like learn what the chorus of the song actually means and what the people are singing. And it just, I like, I laugh so hard seeing that play that I like nearly peed my pants. So this show has like elements of that for me, um, but it also had like a touch of. I guess wholesomeness too because of the way that the dad Cole like is still trying you know he's he's still a good father to his kids and like he he does you know as as much as Cole uh wants to keep the dog 
Uh, or no, wait, Owen. Owen, yeah, Owen no. wants to keep the dog. Owen is the no, dad. No, Owen's the dad. There we Cole go. Sorry. Is the son. So as much as Owen is like trying to comfort Cole, Cole's like, you know, really, he really wants the dad, and Owen's like, listen, son, I understand that, but dog. no. And, and then like later in the episode when he's like they're sitting there among all the dead flowers and the son is like having his moment and crying it out like you know owen's there he like comforts him and he's he's a good dad and there's just this i feel like this is the kind of show that's going to have a lot of stupid silliness but occasionally it's going to make a really good point almost almost the way i don't think it's going to be as drastic as south park but it's kind of taken me back to that a little and i like i'm okay with that i'm okay with where the show the the feeling i got from the first episode i'm okay with it and also when i had to write down quotes for the opening of our episode i mean i ran out of room i had so many like i just really (laughs) and of course you used the pun of course i did honey listen i've got you know i've got more okay (laughs) all Um, right I, I have to say I did love the scene with the dad and and the son trying to um, convince one another about the dog whether or not to keep the dog. Yeah. The if he poops, uh, I'll pick it up. <laughs> just it was so bizarre. Yes, like the rap battle between the two of them over this. Like I was just like, what? what's happening like <laughs> and the fact that the two of the characters were played by the two hamilton actors i was like so it's a it's a rap battle like like they did in the show but it's it's oh, but it's oh, about a dog it's and, over dog poop <laughs> like, and, yeah. and like it was it was I, there was a lot going on and i i don't know i don't know I like uh, like kind of like chris i think i liked it but i kind of don't know how i feel <laughs> Yeah, I I, had I wouldn't no, mind seeing more either. I had no question. Only I think I'm just that immature. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not enough of an intellectual because there was a part of me that was like, "This is silly," and I like it. <laughs> well, we you know, <laughs> there's there's room in the world for lots of different opinions, and it's very true. That, <laughs> oh boy, just because we all didn't feel the same about this show doesn't mean like well, any one of us is right or wrong. The the the, the fact is is that not none of us said this is bad. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed right. the hell out of it. I did. I, I I was so shocked by what happened. Like like when I clicked, I saw animated. I saw from the guy that did Bob's Burgers, and I clicked play. I didn't know musical. I didn't know any of the other stuff, and I was so surprised by it and pleasantly surprised because I don't have a problem with Josh Gad because I don't I'm I'm, I'm not surrounded by all of his over the topness. Yeah. Look, it had very little to do with Frozen when it comes to me. Like he was one of the reasons I didn't see Frozen in the first place. If anything, Frozen made me like him more. Okay. All right. I I like I'm I I can't even think of other things that he it doesn't even matter i enjoyed this for what it was um i thought the the songs were catchy as hell uh like we actually listened to own it right before we started recording because i was looking for because i put the a title you know the theme song in the, the front and this doesn't have a theme song it just has that opening central park number which i thought that was cute and unique and it was funny and so 
I enjoyed it. That was another point in its favor, too, was that number was, I thought, really well constructed from a musical theater perspective. Like, mm. that kind of that kind of uh, musical number where, you know, it's the same theme being sung about by different characters. That was really well done. Right. Yes. And when... Like, I just found a lot of humor in, in, in the show as well. So, I, I enjoyed it. I'm, go I'm going to watch more of this i feel that they they used josh heavily in the first episode to you know to get you from point a to point b uh i don't know i i'm kind of hoping that they back off on him a little bit as well because i can see him becoming tiresome so we'll see when i when i watch the rest of it yeah, and I do, I do, or I do see us continuing to watch. And I like, I like this show enough that I could see myself if if there's like a soundtrack on Spotify, I will be listening to it. I will probably learn all of the words to these really dumb, pointless songs, and I will not be sorry about it. <laughs> the songs were great. Uh, no, no question there. I did really enjoy the music. I was surprised by it, its existence, but I really did enjoy the music. Yeah. All right. See, it's great. That's, Everything that's, is great. That's sort of that's sort of a win. I'll take that. Listen, will cookies help? No. <laughs> what kind? <laughs> See, like that's funny. <laughs> I didn't say that. What? Anywho. All right. Well, there you have it, people. Um, Chris, I'm I'm gonna try to stall a little bit for you. Um, the pick that I made. I guess it was we enjoyed it. Sort of. Maybe. No. I, Nobody I did definitely not, not enjoyed like it. it. What? Yeah, it was not it was not a bad choice. It was certainly a good choice for the show to discuss. I just do not know that I can wrap my head around the degree to which I enjoyed it. Okay. All right, I'll take that. I'll take that as a win. It'll grow on you. All right, Chris, you got a spiel for me? You can get in touch with us at mail@geekade.com, as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook at Geekade. You can find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels at Geekade for all our latest video content. And follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade, because somebody out there owns at Geekade. They haven't tweeted in like 10 years, but we can't get the freaking account from them. Whatever. Chris has not done that in months. <sighs> Or follow this show specifically at Twepcast. You know, it's always there in the back of my mind. It's one of those things. It just sits there like... Like a burr. Who owns this? Get your shit together, Who are you? person. And why won't you let us have it? Like, if you're going to take it, then fine. Use it. Dingleberry. Anyway, uh, where what was I? Uh, you can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen, where can people find you? Shoot underscore the underscore moon. And you, where can people find you? Twitch.tv slash LaraCraft13. And Evan, where can people find you? Geek8 underscore Evan. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh, original content. Back to you, Evan. Thank you, sir. All right, some... I feel like you forgot his name for a second. <laughs> All right, some news. Um, we are going to be going monthly. We're going to back off a little bit. As you could hear at the beginning of this episode, we're not watching much TV because there's really, you know, 
not much to to be watching as of late for us so we're gonna we're gonna break the show down to a monthly uh series we're gonna attempt or do our damnedest to release the next episode at, at at the first week of each month okay so what's gonna end up happening is we're gonna we're gonna announce today next week's show and then after that we're gonna go a month Okay, everybody on board, everybody understand? With that being said, Angie and I are going to be doing another podcast. I'm going to be doing two other podcasts other than that to fill up the void. Um, what's prominent for here is I'm going to end up doing a episode-by-episode episode recap of Smallville. And I've been talking to a buddy of mine. You've been talking about doing that for years. Since we started Geek Aid. Okay? It's I'm, really happening, It's huh? really, really happening. Um, for those that don't know Dan Ryan, uh, he is <laughs> the, the the other half of SAG. Uh, him and, and Chris, they do a video game podcast. He and I are going to be... That's the Stone Age Gamer podcast. It's not about you know things that SAG. Yeah, well, I was like, wait, Actually, we there clarify. was that one episode. Um, he and I are going to be talking comics. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to make a really inappropriate joke about my boobs. <laughs> I'm not gonna make him. I'm not gonna make that. It I just happened. It. it just happened in the context. You make your own joke. Read with so don't, don't joke about my boobs. <laughs> joke about your own boobs if you have them. And I'm gonna be real honest. My favorite thing that's gonna be coming of this is Angela and I are gonna be starting up Artist Avenue again. Um, Artist Avenue is a podcast that I did years ago, where I went around and interviewed up and coming artists, and that is one of the ways I got to know Angela as well as I do uh i actually interviewed her and a group of other ladies i think it was at the second or third episode of artist avenue so it was so much fun it's it's a good time um and it's it's getting into interests that like that cover the rest of our lives so with that karen it is your pick what is our homework Oh, you know, I didn't come prepared, you guys. Son I mean, I kind of did, but I just couldn't make up my mind. So I'm going to throw out the genres that these three shows are, and you guys tell me which genre you want to watch, and that'll determine what it is. Oh, my God. I'm literally, so we, like, so ready for this. <laughs> okay. I hope we all so, take one. <laughs> yes, exactly. I realized the flaw in my plan, but we'll see. So we can watch a uh, sci-fi show. Mm. We can watch a political comedy, mm -hmm. or we can watch a musical. Oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a lady and let the boys go first. Chris, you go first. <laughs> what are our sci-fi, political, and what musical and musical? Musical. Hmm. 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 Well, we just did a musical, and we should do another one. Wait, nope. I'm not voting yet. Hmm. This is a tough call. I guarantee you that all of these shows are good and that most likely they will lead to a rewatch slash first time watch for Chris um, for the two of us. Are they British? One of them is. Of course. They're. Wow. Shockingly. Let only me just one? have only I just want one. the British one. <laughs> Let's go with something. Let's go with the musical. Okay. Wow. Hun. Yeah. I don't like I, the I, I, it's a, tri a musical because I was going to pick musical as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Then Wait, that... is it the British one, though? 
That is not the British one. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Well, <laughs> I would have been outvoted anyway, but my first, my gut instinct was musical, so. All right. That that settles it. We will be watching the pilot of Smash. Season one, oh episode one. Oh my god. I don't even know what that wow. is. This show has been on my list since we started this Evan podcast, and I'm finally glad we're finally, wow. finally, finally getting to it. So, yeah. Smash. Smash. When did this it's come out? It's been a while. Like 2012. Because we've been doing the show for that long. Jesus. Before I had children is when this show came out. Wow. Yeah, so it's been, a, it's been. It's been a minute. Yeah. All right. Wow, so we watched this whole show together. We sure as heck and did. And I really enjoyed it. Yep. Wow. You're going to really enjoy so it again. 2012, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Uh, I, I, okay. <laughs> I, I, all right. Is there, I, is there I'm a title for it? With the, the, it's just pilot. Okay. I am thrilled with the choice you all have made. <laughs> Right. And if you don't like it, it's your own fault. It's a, that's how you do it. You blame us. <laughs> you will like this or you're just the worst. <laughs> it's your fault if you don't. <laughs> no, if you don't like it, well, you picked it. So that's well your problem. Well <laughs> played, lady. <laughs> I see how this is going now. Mm. All right, folks. I want to thank everybody for joining us. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. Sausages. I'm Angie. Oh, wait. You're and Angie. Also sausages. Go also fuck yourself, sausages. Chris. Good night. Good night. <laughs> and this concludes our broadcast day.